Welcome to As I Live and Grieve, a podcast that tells the truth about how hard this is. We're glad you joined us today. We know how hard it is to lose someone you love and how well-intentioned friends and family try so hard to comfort us. We created this podcast to provide you with comfort, knowledge, and support. We are grief advocates, not professionals, not licensed therapists. We are you. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Our guest today is Dr. Linda Shanti. In fact, I believe it's really Dr. Linda Shanti McCabe. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shanti. Mm-hmm. Shanti. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks, for, thanks for correcting me. Thanks so much for joining us today. But before we get started, would you please give our listeners just a little bit of your background? Sure. I Well, professionally, I'm a licensed clinical psychologist in um, California, in the state of California. I live in New York, so I also work virtually with people all over the place, in the country and outside of the country, on um, grief counseling and facilitating expressive arts work and recovery coaching for primarily women that are needing some support. And um, personally, I'm a person traveling with grief. Okay. I think a lot of us are nowadays after everything yeah, going right. on in the world. That's a lot of us. <laughs> we are. Um, I just wanted to clarify, I say traveling with grief, because those of us that are traveling with grief know that it's not, you know, a journey that has a destination or an end point. Right. Good. Linda, your background includes a degree in imaginal psychology. I'll admit that I've never heard of that branch of psychology before. Can you clarify what that includes? Yes. A lot of people haven't um, heard of it. So imaginal, I mean, the, the, the answer in a nutshell is that imaginal psychology brings care of the soul back to the forefront of psychological work. Um, the word psyche means soul. And so imaginal psychology looks to reintegrate and bring the care of the soul to the primary purpose of psychology. I love that. I do too. We've had a number of therapists as guests on the podcast, but your methods caught my eye when I was researching online. We know that writing is frequently mentioned as a primary therapy tool, but you go a bit further with the creative arts. In fact, the phrase you use is not creative arts, but expressive arts. What is the difference? Good question. Well, expressive arts, like like the sound of it, aims to have expression as the kind of purpose of the arts. It's not, it's more of the process than the product, right? Now, all mm-hmm. art obviously has some of both. You know, you look at all the famous artists, they were mm-hmm. certainly working through their process <laughs> as <Right>. well as <laughs> their product. Um, but expressive arts um, sort of takes the position that you are the art not not the art you you are the product and the art is you and your life right so um and then the expression can take take different forms expressive arts is different a little different than art therapy in the sense of expressive arts uses different modalities so let's say you start with a drawing you might then deepen the work of that drawing by doing bringing in movement or journaling from the voice of the drawing, or that kind of thing, all with the same kind of theme in mind, but just to get different um, aspects of the art and the 
the process. <clears throat> that makes me so curious. <laughs> I recall in, in your narrative and on um, websites that you have a support group actually that's starting in January. It's for women, as I recall, for widows. And it, it's mentioned that you offer creation of a soul collage as part of a process. Now, I'm familiar with vision boards and that concept and everything. So, And I know what a collage is. But I'm curious about the group, what, your, what the goal is, and how this soul collage fits in. Yes. Uh, well, I do have a vision collage coming up as well, since it's January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the time to do right. <laughs> right, um, right. So, okay. So soul collage was a process developed by Sina Frost. She's a therapist who is no longer with us. Um, but I got to take one of her last trainings before she passed. And she was an amazing woman. She is where I want to be in my 80s. Oh. <laughs> So she developed this process called soul collage and it's different. I'll say how, I'll say how it's different than vision collage. Cause a lot of people know about vision collage. So soul collage, I'll hold up a picture. I know this is a podcast, so you can't see it, but um, that's okay. We can comment on the picture. <laughs> I'll describe it. <laughs> so here's my art of grief widows group soul collage card. So um, soul collage, generally it, it's done on a five by seven card. Okay. It does not have words and it represents one essence or one aspect of the self. So like in vision collage, you might have this big poster board of all these different things. Like you want, you know, healing and romance and financial abundance and, you know, grounding in your meditation practice or whatever it is that you're putting right. in your vision collage. Soul collage is one aspect. So you could do a soul collage card on. So this one for me was like, I'm, I was imagining my um, expressive arts group for widows. And I imagined, you know, who that might be serving, who might these people okay. be. So you'll see in the center, we have this badass widow. Warrior goddess. Center, you know, and then yeah. we have all these, these widows and these transformation butterfly. Okay. Around that ass widow. So soul collage. So there's different like you, you it's this practice where you make this whole deck of cards. Um, so you can make as many as you want, like hundreds and thousands. I've got boxes of them. Um, and then there's different suits in this deck of cards. And the suits are like the idea in soul collage is you have the one and the many and they're both you. So like the one is, so there's three transpersonal cards, um, soul, soul, essence, and witness. And, um, oh, sorry, source, not soul. And source is where everything comes from. And soul essence is your individual connection with that. And witness is just like it sounds, witness. I like to add compassionate witness because the people I work with tend to have overdeveloped critics. <laughs> so those are the transpersonals. Okay, so you have those three. And those just are like um, the parts of you that never change, right? Those are the like the big, those are the one, right? right? And then the many is the four other suits in the deck. So the four other suits are made of, um, there's one that's comprised of all the parts of your personality, which is, again, never ending, right? Mm -hmm. You can have the part that's grieving, you could have the joyful child, you could have the perfectionist, you could have, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Then there's um, a suit for the archetypes. So like the great mother. Um, so how that suit differs from the next suit, which is beings that have made a significant inf influence in your life. So in that deck of the suit, you would have your personal mother, right? You might make a soul collage card. Like I have a soul collage card for my mom. Mm -hmm. And then I also have, I actually have lots of soul collage cards on the great mother, different aspects of the great mother. And that's more an archetype, right? That's not my mom. That's, you know, the earth mother or right. Holly, who is a goddess of fierceness in, in Hindu tradition. So then there's the one, so those are the archetypes. And then there's the ones that people and beings that have made a significant influence in your life. And I say beings because a lot of people put their pets in that suit okay. okay um so you could have you know like i would have Giddles the cat in there <laughs> right my personal yeah but in the archetype i might have you know oh actually sorry i'm gonna move into the so okay so the fourth suit is um animals your animal guy okay, okay. um so in there i might have like a tiger right but it's not my cat skittles right it's right tiger guide okay. right as an animal yeah Huh. Very interesting. Yeah. But it also sounds extremely complex. <laughs> yeah. It How many a lifelong process. Okay. How many yeah. sessions are there for your group? So for this, the, uh, the group is called the Art of Grief. And in that group, we're going to be doing soul collage as one of the practices. Okay. Um, it's not just soul collage, but we might okay. um, do a lot of soul collage just because I find that's easy for people. Collage as a modality right. is easy for people to enter into with, with a little bit less right. of their critic right. about, you know, making good art because who cares? It's a collage. Right. Know? Right. So the, um, the art of grief group is eight sessions. Eight sessions. I imagine we will okay. probably have a follow-up group. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there would be a need right. to do right. that. It sounds intriguing. I may have to delve a little bit more. And you may find my name in your uh, <laughs> roster. Not sure. It sounds very intriguing to me. Is it specifically for widows? Yes. Yes. And I'm debating. This is the pilot group. So um, okay. I'm going to do another one. This is going to be ongoing. I'm going to do another one after this. And I might, because I've had interest in it, open it up to grievers, you know, people okay. that have lost a loved one. But I wanted this one to be specific to widows because I myself have been in widows groups and mm -hmm. found them to be particularly helpful in you know you're just with a group of people that right it's right. your experience I mean there's obviously going to be differences within that well sure there are right and at the same time you know if you've all lost your partner or spouse uh -huh. I'm certainly open to partners it's a it's a particular kind of loss, and okay. and I think that kind of shared understanding helps the group go deeper. Right. Okay. And this is a virtual group. Yes. This okay. Is a virtual group. All right. Good. Good. Thank you. Anybody from anywhere can do it. That's right. Perfect. As long as you identify as a widow wanting to use the art of grief. Right. I love that. That's the yes. one thing I think came out of this pandemic is that I think it's opened up everybody's reach of being able to do certain things that it has that's the one good the thing virtual. that COVID taught us is that we can do that so I like that so you were talking about all of these things inside you of your soul 
is your first session, is your first class, do you fill out some sort of like questionnaire to, <laughs> to figure out all these things that you're going to make it so hard? parts of yourself. If I had to sit there and think, I'd be like, um. <laughs> well, and, and many times we're, we're our own worst critic. Right, exactly. So, yeah. 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 Well, you could you could make a soul collage card for your critic. You know, wow. definitely room for that. I'm going to need a bigger helps. card. <laughs> yeah, you could make several critic right. cards. Right. Yes, because they take different forms. Right. You know, right. there's art critic. There's body image critic. There's the grief critic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Oh my goodness. After you've created all of your soul collage cards, do you at another time in your life, will you, do you talk about how maybe you want to pull one of those out and think about it? Yes. That's actually the whole practice that soul collage is leading you towards. It's you are making this deck of cards so you can use them as a spiritual practice to jump off from. Right. So once you have a whole bunch of cards, what you do is you lay them face down in front of you and then you ask a life question kind of like tarot it's not that's what i was just thinking of i was like it's it's, yeah yeah. it's it's a little bit it's a little similar in that sense when you're doing when you're doing a reading Mm -hmm. but the Mm -hmm. answer is from your own inner guidance right very specific to you about it yeah yeah Ah. and you i mean you obviously can't ask a question like when am I going to meet the next love of my life? Give me a date. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. You know, it could be, it has to be more, I need regard, I need guidance regarding this area of my life. Mm-hmm. And then you say a topic, you know, when I'm working mm-hmm. the other, my other area in, in practice is, is eating disorder recovery. So sometimes I need guidance regarding, you know, the next phase of my recovery, or okay. I need guidance regarding it could be my grief right now, or it could be um, how to love my life again. Okay. Or, okay. or I, it, actually, a better way to phrase it would be: I need guidance regarding loving my life again. Okay. I mean, you could ask how to, but I'm trying to think. The the, the more open ended, the better, right. because then your cards can speak specifically to you. Right. Once you pick the okay. card, it will speak specifically to right. you. Right. Okay. Hmm. It's so interesting. So interesting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is this question is more about someone like me. So I expect a lot of people out there are hearing about this and they'll immediately think, like me, I'm not artistic. <laughs> Just like a frequent response, also me, to writing is I can't write. <laughs> Will this yeah. present a problem for anyone wanting to join your group? Absolutely not. I get I get I'm not artistic and I get what is this woo woo crap? <laughs> right I get get both of those it's one of those things where once you've experienced it you're kind of blown away but before you experience it usually even those that identify as like I have never really had a problem thinking I'm not creative or I'm not artistic but I get blocked just as much as the next person right you know and and that's that's the critics whole job Mm is just just to disengage you from the process just to prevent you from engaging in the process because it knows once you're engaged in it it's so profound you're not going back right. so mm-hmm. it's like in imaginal psychology they call that voice the gatekeeper yeah. and the gatekeeper is always going to try and prevent you from going 
where you'll grow. Right. That's the first okay. whole job. So you could kind of flip the script in your head and you could you could think like whenever I hear my gatekeeper saying, Don't go there, I know I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. Oh. Love that. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm not that. I can't do that. I can't be that. Then you know you're on the right track. You're headed yeah. in the right direction. Huh. Well, and I have to say that that soul collage is when I found that, that immediately I was like, oh, I love this part because I couldn't like a stick figure I can draw, but that's not going to help me in my grief. Um, (laughs) So when I saw the soul collage, I was immediately thought of vision boards and I was like, oh, I love this. Someone like me, I could do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I lean on collage a lot in in expressive art groups because it's it's so much more accessible. That's why I don't have people paint also because it's a little hard to do virtually painting. Um, But I don't have people I do have people draw a little bit, but it's more like um, what does sadness look like Mm. in your body? You know, what color is it? What shape is it? What texture is it? Not like draw your chest cavity, right. you know, like, but, right. like yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what does it feel like? Give me an anatomically right. correct <laughs> drawing of your heart. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. This, this is so intriguing yeah. to me myself and I expect others because I may be unique in many areas, but not in every area. We may have a curiosity about imaginal psychology now or about soul collage, the concepts, the modalities you speak of. Are there any resources you could suggest if we wanted to get a little bit more information about those or about your expressive arts phase? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Soul Collage has its own website. You can, you can just go to soulcollage.com. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh-huh. Um, and they even have a store where you can buy the little five by seven cards. Oh, I don't get goodness. any money from saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, good fair enough. Yep. And my group or any of my offerings, probably best resource would be my website, drlindashanti.com. And it's okay. Shanti like Om Shanti, S-H-A-N-T-I. Okay. And um, and I'm on social media. So um fa- on Facebook I'm Recovery Mama. Okay. And on Instagram I opened up a, a an art and grief account. So it's grief and art. Okay. At grief and art. Okay. All right. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. But my website has stuff about the vision co- upcoming vision collage and upcoming art of grief. Okay. All right. So, Linda, again, I am just so overwhelmingly intrigued by this support group. And I, I just have a couple more questions. Now, January is right around the corner and coming up fast. So what is the start date for this group? That's right. This group is starting very soon. The um, the Art of Grief Expressive Arts Group for Widows starts Friday, January 7th. So oh, January 7th. That is yeah. right around the corner. Yeah, okay. right around the corner. All right. Yeah, that, that one starts great. soon. And the Vision Collage one is actually later. The Vision Collage one is January 15th. Okay. All right. Sounds yes. good. I'm looking at the details of your Vision Collage workshop that starts on January 15th. It says, this Zoom workshop is not about setting goals that you will then fail to achieve. No one in this workshop is allowed to have weight loss as a goal. Sorry, not sorry. You're worth more. I love that. I do too. Right? I do too. Because this is not a diet. This is a live it. That, that's right. Oh, I like yeah. that too. 
This is not a diet. This yeah. is a live it. Oh my goodness. Oh no, I'm so excited. So yeah, everybody, you need to check out both of those workshops. Now I had another question. As part of the workshop, when you do your soul collages, are you sharing them? I know it's over Zoom, but are you sharing them and talking about them with the others? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. And with soul collage and, and generally with with any expressive arts, the, the art maker gets to decide what it means to them, right? Okay. And this is the beauty of art. Ten different people look at a piece of art and see right. ten different things. Yeah. Right? right. And they're all true, right? Um, but in expressive arts, if you're the art maker, you get to decide, you know, if someone else sees, you know, sadness when they look at it, but that's not what your experience was, then you get to decide that's not the meaning it's going to have for me, mm-hmm. you know, and okay. and that's okay. So, so I'm careful if we do give feedback to each other that it's framed mm-hmm. from the place of when I look at your art, right. I right. see, I feel, right. I imagine you know, and then you get to decide like, oh, that feels really true for me. Or, oh, no, that doesn't true, feel true for me. Or, oh, that feels yeah. interesting. I'd like to explore that now. I wasn't thinking about that, but hmm, maybe. Interesting. You mentioned that you do things other than soul collage. Can you give us any examples about what those other things might be? Mm, in the group? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to do a little bit of, I hate to use the word drawing because it brings up people's <laughs> critics, but we're going to do a little bit of it's like five minute drawing, you know, like, mm-hmm. how are you feeling and where is it in your body and what color? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of a thing. Okay. Or who are you on the inside? Who are you on the outside? Okay. Right. Five minute sketch just to get to know each other and okay. then hold it up. And, you know, so we're going to do a little bit of that. We're going to do altered books, which is altered really book. cool. You take a book. The coolest thing about it is that you get to take a book and like write in it and collage in it. In a book? Color in, it, in a book. Oh my gosh. I That's know. a cardinal sin, isn't it? <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> my so heart. Can, <laughs> right? That's the best part about it. Oh so if you want, you could pick a book that feels like thematically relevant. Like there actually is a book called The Art of Grief. And okay. I'm personally using that one. I'm I'm altering it. And I'm, uh-huh. you know, like as I'm reading it, I'm like highlighting, I'm scribbling around, I'm crossing mm-hmm. out, I'm collaging. Wow. Because it feels thematically appropriate. But you could also, if it feels too heretical to you to, you know, ruin a book, um, uh-huh. then you could take a book that you really don't like <laughs> and alter that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the very least, an old textbook or two. But... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Those are great because they have great covers, yeah. right? And you can collage photographs oh in them. And All right. It's kind of like a scrapbook. You've done nothing but make me more and more intrigued. Um, And to see how it all fits together to support Mm -hmm. grief is the thing that really, I mean, that's the huge draw for me. Yeah. Uh, Because sometimes it's difficult, as you might imagine, when we're talking on the podcast. And, of course, we have our own memories, our own experiences. And we do mention them from time to time. And sometimes after the podcast is over and everything, I find myself dwelling on those things. So I know it just reaffirms to me that there are some parts of my grief that I'm going to carry for the rest Mm -hmm. of my life. What's going to change is the way I carry it, the way I adapt to it, the way I fit it in to this new me, because I honestly feel after I lost my husband, 
that I, and I think I even said this to Stephanie, I feel like I have to redefine myself because I had lost myself in caring for him while he was ill. So, and I'm sure that others feel that way as well. So I'm still traveling with my grief and that's not going to change. Of Um, course. So yes. this this really sounds intriguing, yes. and I think this this is what it sounds like to me—an extremely unique, yeah. new way to get some support and some help in your grief. But it's still your mm-hmm. grief; it's your feelings, your thoughts, your expressions, and it's not somebody or a book saying this is how you should feel. It's not that at all. It's learning more about your yourself, mm-hmm. your inner self, and the things you can do to support yourself, if I could even say that, because we have to do that as well. And we talk about self-care a lot, and that's where the self-care comes in mm-hmm. as well. So I think that's this right. sounds absolutely incredible yeah. to me. I'm intrigued, and I'm going to sign up. So watch <laughs> for my name. So it's it's just about time for us to wrap up for uh, for this episode. Before we go, Linda, I want to offer you a moment to speak to our listeners directly without Stephanie or I asking you questions and guiding you in one way or another. Speak to them, kind of summarize if you'd like what you offer. Um, We are going to include your contact information on our website and in episode notes, so we don't have to worry about them running for pens and pencils (laughs) now to write them down. They'll be able to find them. But just speak directly to our listeners, if you'd like. Sure. Well, I think something you just said, Kathy, that I think is unique to widows in a particular way is this question of who am I without Mm -hmm. my person? Right. Um, You know, I mean, everybody traveling with grief has that question. Absolutely. Who am I, you know, without my person, without without this person? But I think for for widows, it's a particularly... um, unique one in the sense of this is this is your life partner and it just be they're such a big part of your identity so um that that's one of the reasons why I wanted this group to be specific to widows so because that's I think one of the main things that comes up is this identity piece who am I who am I without my person so in terms of resources I mean I also wrote a book I know we didn't we didn't mention that so I'll so I'll just mention that the name of the book is after your person dies um and it's a collection of paintings that I made after the first year after my husband died and that's and it's affirmations to go with the paintings and and that's actually one of the affirmations mm-hmm. is exploring that question who am i who am i without my person so and i think you know just an another piece that you spoke to which is my hope for this group is for people to find that wise friend within themselves through this mm-hmm. pra- these practices, mm-hmm. right? I see myself as like the facilitator, like I give you options for the practices and then you mm-hmm. find what speaks to you and you right. befriend yourself on the journey. And then you have that practice to take with you because like you said, it's not, it's not an ending journey. You learn to carry yeah. it differently. Freud Very used to true. call grief work like you, you resolve it and you come to this resolution with grief and you know, you put the deceased over here and then you move on. And we all no. know you don't move on. You no. move forward. You move right. forward. And the right. current grief theory says you relocate the person in some way. Right. So you can right. carry that love forward. Right. As you move forward mm-hmm. with that love. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
the ending of one of my very favorite quotes is love grief is love with no place to go. And once I heard that, I said, that's it. That is exactly how it feels. You know, you have love for someone, but that someone's not there. So the subject is gone. And yes, so this this sounds wonderful. And I invite for all the listeners out there, I invite you to check out Linda's website, sign up for the group. Let's all do this together. I think this is one of those things that fits in with our, our self-care. I mean, you, you got to get into yourself Absolutely. more and, and look deep and think more about things. I think this right. totally goes with our self-care. Absolutely. Yeah, th- this is it. This yeah. is the one, everybody. So so for for now, for today's episode, episode, we will say so long. Please take care of yourselves. We tell you about this every time we talk. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to yourself. Next time, it's mm-hmm. going to be a new year. So take care. We love you. Keep working. Keep working as we all continue to live in grief. Thank you so much for listening with us today. Do you have a topic that you'd like us to cover or do you have a question from one of our episodes? Please email us at info at asiliveandgrieve.com and let us know. We hope you will find a moment to leave a review, send an email, and share with others. Join us next time as we continue to live and grieve together.